Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Matt Barris, have you had a good day lately? I have. And I, you know what? I'm so glad we're together again. This has been so fun. It's been so This fun. whole podcast thing. I have to so say, um, someone that I work with uh, walked up to me and it was a Tuesday and they were like, tomorrow's podcast day. And she was just so sweet and so kind and was like, you know, I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. Here's the funniest part of it is she referenced, she told me the story about over Christmas break, she hosted some family from out of town and she referenced our hospitality episode. And she said, you know, I did what you guys said. I got a tray out. I got some favorite things for them. I like made up a guest room. She had a, a kid go off to college so she's like, I officially transitioned her bedroom to a guest room. So her brother stayed from out of town for a couple of days and then went to her mom's house. And she said, a couple of days when my brother went to my mom's, my mom <laughs> called me and her mom was joking, but her mom called and said, I'm mad at you. And she was like, mom, why are you mad at me? She's like, your brother's like keeping score with who's better at hospitality and you're winning. <laughs> and I was like, that is awesome. So That's I love so hearing good. those stories. I and it's so too. fun. And she... Also talked about how she got her husband to get into Huga with her this winter. So yes, um, shout had... out to Kim, yes, Kim. Uh, from Creston. Because yeah, she, I love hearing when people are just enjoying yeah, our conversations. Same, same. It's so fun. I had somebody message me the other day and say, I'm burning the candles. Uh, I, I love that. I, I always save the candles, but now I'm burning them. Burn your candles. So good. What are you saving them for? Burn them. Burn them for you to enjoy. Right. And to really make your home cozy nobody has to be coming over to burn right. candles i burn well you know this about me i burn candles every day all I the mean, time all the time yeah, even in the summer right. but for sure in the winter you I put have... them on your shoulders you have them <laughs> no. No, I'm just joking. No. your hair would explode <laughs> my you know what i love about my mom my mom bought this makasa is it makasa or makaisa i have no idea the china set oh i like that yeah um <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, I do know that. But I think it's Makaisa. I don't know. I don't, I don't know My mom bought this beautiful china set a couple years ago that she loved. And it has flowers all over it and the whole nine yards. And we use it every week when we go to her house yeah, for I dinner. Love that. And, yeah. you know, for her, it's... She uses the special stuff on yeah. the grandkids and, and because you know, it's a plate. Yes, and you the know? grandkids are going to remember that. They're going to remember Grammy <gasps> B's flowered plates. I love it. And love they're going to be like, who gets the flower plates? I want them. I know. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, why don't you go first? I feel like I usually well, well, go first. Well, you just told your good day. day. Somebody ran what up was, to you. And it, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't yeah, think that was yeah, my good day. Oh, oh, was it? Okay. I was just like oh, talking. Oh, I was just talking. <laughs> okay, here's my good day. Okay, say it. It's my wife and I um, celebrated my birthday. My okay. birthday is in February. Celebrated my birthday. This is so sweet. My in laws, yes. my in laws are out of town, and they gave us their tickets to see a show at Aww, Cleveland Playhouse Square. That's so awesome. And little known fact, by the way. Cleveland's Playhouse yes, Square yes. is the second yes, largest. You've shared this before on the podcast. Did I already I think, yeah, say this? I think you should share it again. It's, it's worth the noting. second largest theater district in America, <laughs> yeah. only behind Broadway. I know it's worth larger noting. than Chicago, and larger it's than beautiful. DC. The chandelier. Have you seen that big it's, chandelier? Yes, oh, so we did that. We got a hotel. We love the Embassy Suites. <laughs> Embassy Suites, if you're listening, I feel like I say this every time. If you're listening, we will do a commercial for you. Here's what I love about the Embassy. Have you ever been into an Embassy Suites? Probably. Embassy. 
Embassy Suites is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Oh, wow. <laughs> Embassy Suites has, it's a huge atrium inside. It's not just a little reception area okay. where you check wow. in. This it's is this a really huge day. atrium where you, so there's like, ele- it's open air elevators. And then they make you like a full breakfast. There's like an omelet bar, embassy suites. And also the, every room has a living room and a bedroom with a door yeah, on okay. it. Yeah. So if you have kids like us, you yeah, can like hide so away good. in the back. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we did that. And then we went to the whole, you know how they have that uh, Van Gogh display, yes, illumination yes. thing. Well, they have a Disney version of that. Oh, and I know we went, you to, went that. to that. Yes. We loved it. We did not take the kids. Of course you loved it. Um, it was great. And so, you know, what's great about that is just time away with just my wife yeah. is so good. Yeah, especially when your kids are little. Especially, yeah. yeah. I know. Really, you and because Daryl life get is a lot of time alone. We do. We get a lot of time alone. And I have to say, you know, I was a little worried about the empty nest. You know, would, yeah. would we like the empty nest? Would we? And oh, I just, I, we're really enjoying ourselves. I know. It's been so nice. You guys are like children. We are. You're we're, like teenagers. We're just enjoying ourselves. We are. We're having a, <laughs> we're having just a nice, Did you, Okay, here's time. a question. Did you and Daryl, do you feel like when you reflect on your life with young children, do you feel like you and Daryl did date nights enough? Did like overnight stays enough? Like, do you think you guys were really good at that? No. <laughs> no. We had an inn. We had a bed and breakfast. You know, we had, we had, you know, the bed and breakfast. We had our right. inn. And, you know, when you have something like that, um, an establishment like that, it is really hard to get away. Right. I mean, we, we Especially went, with something where you have, like, overnight guests. Yeah, we had years where we didn't even take a vacation with family, with our family. So... Um, no, we didn't really get away that much at all. Yeah. Um, and then when, when the kids got older, we started going away at Christmas. With um, them. With them. And that was really, but really, now, really fun. Oh, yeah, now. You now. guys, you never yeah, know what just, you're going to yeah, do. We're just trotting here and there. <laughs> do you know? <laughs> just like. Yeah. You get the urge, you go for yeah, it. Yeah, we go. Um, okay. Good day for me recently. Um, I went to Hilton Head and m- met up with um, Kristen LaValle came from. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, it's so fun to meet someone in real life that you have connected, um, via social media and you feel like, oh, I really would do life with this person. I really connect well with this person. And, um, and she, and she was one of those people and it was really fun. That's and so awesome. We just had a great, we went, the my good day was we went to Savannah to the E. Schaefer bookstore there, um, near Bull Street. Or it might even be on Bull Street, and just walked around. And I feel like you're a- saying a lot of words I don't understand. <laughs> What's E. Schaefer on Bull Street? At e. Schaefer Bookstore is just an old bookstore that's creaky and gotcha. Just you know, it's there's two cats there, and <laughs> it's just like this cool. It's just this really cool space. Yeah. Um. Really, at, like in a historic building, it's just really neat. And then we just walked around the different. You know, there's there's wonderful like courtyards and gardens and i was just literally just talking about savannah the other day and i think it's it's my second favorite city yeah i just love it america we had the top we had the our my little bug but then i had the top down listen when you live in ohio and it's Mm -hmm. winter and you can put that top down do it these are good days that's what you know what you need to make a shirt that's like always take your top down no, I need to make a shirt that says "These are good days." I know we really and, do need to make shirts that say wear that. it in the convertible because when that top is down, that is just Ugh. 
That is a favorite thing for me. Okay, I have a I have a follow up question. Okay, to that. yeah. So, I did online dating. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we were so, there. We tell were me there. about what it's like to meet someone from Instagram in real life for the first time. Does it feel like you're on an online date? Um, or maybe it depends on the person no, and their personality. It, it feels like. Well, here's what I'll say: is like we all follow. If you're on social media, you follow people. And, and there's a moment where you say, oh, this person has an online presence that might not match their real life presence. 100%. And you kind of start to instinctively know that. Yeah. Then there are people you follow that you're like, oh, this person is very much like the person like that they're you legit. see. Like what you see is what you are right. getting. And so with Kristen, I knew... I just knew that. Before. I just knew. Yeah, I knew that even because she's an author, and if you read her, right, you know, you right. read her writings, you feel like you really just get a glimpse into like her heart and right. just how she goes about life, and and she's just a really she's she's gonna have a book coming out, which I'm so excited about, but she just has a very um sweet, just a very sweet way about her, mm-hmm. and so we just got along great. So when we saw each other, we were like, what? That's awesome. the top down and it was exciting. That's and awesome. So I, I think that um, I'm sure that everyone's experience is different when they, you know, because right. we were laughing during the trip. We were laughing, basically saying like, this could have gone either way. <laughs> like, you know, Just like online it dating. Yeah, it could have been like, and yeah, well, that was bad. Right. But right. no, it didn't. It was great. I love when you meet someone from the Internet and they are who they represent who they themselves mm-hmm. to be. Yep, or even better than Oh that. my mm-hmm. gosh. You know who I feel like that about? Who? Molly. Our friend Molly Bullitt. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'll tell you about Molly. You know who else I feel like? Molly's oh, better in person than she oh, is yeah, online. Totally. Like she is like a treasured friend that I'm like, I hope not a lot of people know about her because yeah. she's my friend. You know who else I feel about that one? That? Huh. Um, Abby Ayers. I think mm, I think yeah. Abby Ayers is just who Abby Ayers is. Oh, I mean, I think like who she is is who she is. Person. Now, obviously, Abby Ayers does some definitely strategic selling on totally. on Instagram, right? She sells products she loves. She has collaborations. So that's part of her. I mean, that's part of it too. Like that's part of what you're seeing in right. someone's life, right? Right. It's kind of some people, Instagram is more, more like their job. Right. But, right. but what I love about Abby is she's, she's just so like, I mean, literally herself. herself and i love I that know. about her i love that so yeah she's somebody that i feel that way about too i love that hey well today something popped up in your instagram yes that Recently, yes. you shared that you got a big response yes, from and yeah. we were talking about it just in our friendship and you know what's so funny that we do is we're like oh, let's not talk about this anymore let's save it for the podcast <laughs> so we literally just dipped our toe into yeah, this topic yeah. because we wanted, you know, the best compliment that we get from people is that it feels like we're having a conversation with yes, friends. Yes. And so we actually literally saved this conversation for our podcast for, friends. For right now. And, and we haven't just really we discussed, have not it discussed it. Mm-hmm. So can you just share a little bit mm-hmm. before we jump in? What was the, I used this word on, on a previous podcast, but what was the antecedent <laughs> to us really having this word. discussion? Because you know, your lady from Instagram that you really liked, tell me her name. She would like that you know that word. Yeah. What, I, what, um, do you remember her name? Um, Auntie Bev uh, yeah, Auntie, in Cleveland. Yeah, Auntie Bev I do love Cleveland. Auntie Bev. She gives 
vocabulary words yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, and how to correctly say them. She'd that's be right. proud of you right now. I do love Auntie that. Bev, Auntie Bev, shout out. Um, so tell us, like, can you just get us to the point where what were you talking about? And then I'd love to have this conversation with our uh, podcast friends. Okay, so what what spurred this for me within my own personal life, which I did not share this on Instagram at the time when I talked about it, I just basically talked about it as if it happens in all of our lives because it does, it does. is, um, my dear friend, um, Amy Slayball has had a chronic lung disease and, yeah. you know, has not been doing well. So, um, I, was just really sad about that. Right. And I just got to thinking one morning um, when I was getting ready that, you know, there are so many things in our life that that's given to us. There are things that are handed to us that we don't want to do hmm. and we don't want to go through and we don't want to deal with. Hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want her not to be well. I don't want to deal with just even the sadness of that. Like right. I want it to be what it was like five years ago. Right? right. Um, and I just got to thinking, it's just so universal that we all have things in our life. Um, and sometimes it comes in seasons. Sometimes it comes in batches. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, will this ever, you know, I had somebody respond, um, to, to that storytelling on Instagram or that sharing on Instagram. And she said, um, and I told her, I said, you know, for two years, I had a really sad, hard time in my life. Mm -hmm. It was two years. Yeah. And for two years, I prayed some of the same prayers every single day. One of them was, God, just give me enough strength for today. Yeah. Just for today, hold me up and give me enough strength just to get through today. And he did. I mean, yeah. two years passed. It was grueling and hard and emotional, but but he did it. Right. And I, you know, I think that there are so many people going through such hard things that they don't want to be going through. And it's like, how do you, how do you get out from underneath it? Like, how do you pull the snare from around your neck? Like, right. I just because it can feel like the your your breath is just being sucked out of you. It can just right. be. So it can be isolating, it can be lonely, it can be polarizing, it can be, you can feel like nobody really understands it. Mm -hmm. And, and w you can f almost feel like you're coming out of your skin. Like, what, yeah. what am I going to do? How do I handle this? So, um, I just wanted to talk about that today because I think there are a lot of people going through things like that, that, um, don't hear about it and right. don't, don't get to talk about it. And we've talked a little bit before about some of the things that we've been through yes because both of us have been through the ringer and yes. i will probably i think i can say this with confidence about both of us before the big thing that happened for both of us we both had big really big things that happened in our life mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of pain and heartache no i mean, I mean there, there were things yeah, there were things yeah. But there wasn't a lot of wasn't, things that kept wanted you to just stay in bed for days and yes, days and days. That devastated you. Right. Um, and so for us, I think for both of us, for our stories, um, and, you know, they're both family stories that had to do with um, really big hurts in our mm -hmm. family. Um, navigating that is really hard. It's especially really hard. when you've never, like our family felt like we were immune to that kind of stuff. 
Right. Like I remember as a kid being like, when's the hammer going to fall? Because yeah. nothing really yeah. crazy yeah. is happening. Yeah. And then we just had... The hammer fell. The hammer fell. And then after that, there were a couple other things that happened in our family that I was like, when is this going to stop? Yeah. Right. You know, like I need a right. little bit of a, like Reprieve. God, give me a yeah. breath. Yeah, exactly. Like I literally felt like I remember times where I was just like, God, I need a breath. Yeah. Like, give me a breath. Cause I feel like I can't catch my, I can't catch my breath. Like I'm treading water mm-hmm. and I need, I need a life preserver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I think when we talk about, well, first of all, like when you deal with, you know, your kid getting in trouble or failing right. a class. I mean, all those things are hard. Absolutely. But devastation, like where you feel broken, like right. you feel like your, your heart is just been broken or you right. just feel like you're, you're just laying on the ground. Right. Right. Um, you know, I, I wrote a post recently and I, and I've just gotten so much response from, from this, from this particular sentence is that, you know, broken doesn't mean weak. Mm, that's good. You know, we, we, when we're broken, we, f- we might feel weak, but broken doesn't mean weak. Right. I mean, when you're broken, you are, first of all, you're at a place, you're at a, you're at a completely different place of even, um, openness. Mm. So like if you're suffering and broken and hurting right now, you're way more open to what we're saying right, right. now than right. you would be if like your life was glorious. Right. Because we're all looking for the antidotes. We're all looking for the for the answers and the remedy to feeling brokenhearted mm-hmm. and feeling so hurt. You know, when you said the word broken, there were two mm-hmm. images that popped into my head. The first one was the image of breaking a horse in. And I don't know if this is a great analogy, but a horse becomes more useful when they're broken in. So... I believe that when we feel broken, when we feel like we've been molded and shaped and some of the things that have just been so hard for us have had an impact on our life, we can become useful. Some of the things that both Mm -hmm. you and I have been through, we just got a message from a friend of mine messaged you and said that our families went through some similar things and Matt was right there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, with right, us and right. you knew you encouraging could us. And, you know, you when you are that broken and you start putting the pieces back together, you start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and you start using that for other people's good. Mm-hmm. I think we can see that's where the usefulness well, yeah, of our brokenness I mean, comes and, into play. And I think you can feel like your pain has been a teacher and that it's useful. It's not been wasted. I I think, I think those are things you never want to hear when you're feeling it. Absolutely. You know, and you never, and you can't even see that. Like you can't even, I mean, it's almost like, it's almost like saying, um, um, you know, uh, well, light at the end of the tunnel. Right. You know, there's light at the end of the tunnel, and you're going to get through this. And you're going to get on the other side. Like and you all just those things. Punch somebody in the face <laughs> when they say that. Where you're like, uh, and, you and, don't know. And well, or it, you just feel so devastated. You're just not sure that that's even true. Absolutely. And so for me, I I just think about a couple things that have that have helped me, and that that 
I revisit even when I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling like, um, I just don't, I don't want to bear this. I don't want to bear this. I don't want to carry this because right. it feels heavy and hard and just too much right. is, um, is that if you aspire to faith and it doesn't have to be faith in Jesus or faith in God, it can be, you know, you can have a faith that's, that's in a higher power, whatever your faith is, right. um, to go there and to, and, and for me, it's the person of Jesus. I mean, right. it's, and, and just to say like, I need you, God, I need you to take this from me. Absolutely. I need you to somehow just take this out of my hands, take it out of my, you know, heart, take it, take it from my mind. Like right. just, even if I'm losing sleep, sometimes if, you know, sometimes in those, in those years I was losing sleep, I was, mm-hmm. I would be like, Lord, just, can you put me to sleep? You know, yeah. can you help me just go to sleep? And, and in that, in those moments is when I started really talking to God and t- and telling Jesus like all of it, my mm, whole heart. The ugly stuff. The, and I think that, and, and I've gotten several messages like this on my Instagram is that people, we, we, depending on how we're raised in a faith, we sometimes pray in ways that we think that God wants to hear a certain way right. or a certain prayer and, and, you know, or a certain formula when really I feel like what I've discovered in my life is that he just wants me to be myself and to be me right. and just to say it how it is. So when I started praying the gnarly, messy, hard, really actually even angry prayers, I felt like it was almost like, I mean, I didn't hear this all audibly, but it was almost like I felt like him going, okay, now, you know, now we have a relationship Yeah, because now we got something we can work with. Yeah. Cause now you're really being mm-hmm. real with me. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's times even now, I mean, there, there are times that, um, recently that I've been like, you know, God, I, I'm having trouble trusting that this is the best way I'm right. having trouble trusting that, that you even see what's going on. Right. Like, how are you allowing this to happen? Right. And I don't think that he is scared of those prayers. Absolutely I mean, if not. he is a big and mighty God, my prayer of questioning or my prayer of being disgruntled or frustrated is doesn't, he's not afraid of that. Absolutely. I mean, read the Psalms. <laughs> right. Like, you know, David said some really ugly yes, things to the Lord. Right. And very yeah. questioning things like totally. And I think our questions are, I think it leads us deeper into our relationship yeah. with him. And I, and I feel like it's important to navigate when you're devastated. It is important to navigate that in the healthiest way you possibly can. So of course we're going to say counseling because right. we, that we, we, we will always dial in to a professional count, professional counselor. Also, you know, prayer and giving it to, giving it to that, that higher place for me right. as Jesus. And then also like leaning in to the people around you that are trusted and that are your friend. And I had somebody message me and say, you know, well, the truth is I really don't have, uh, I don't really have a trusted friend to speak of that I could confide in. And, and I said, well, then I want to encourage you to start praying and asking God to bring you a trusted friend because I, I believe that he hears us. And especially with requests like that, because those are, you know, those are, to me, those are prayers after, after God's heart, you know, send somebody to me wise and that I can trust and that I can depend on and that I can tell things to. Um, but because 
if you don't, if you don't choose to navigate wisely through brokenness and devastation and just your heart bursting open and being broken, that's where resentment, Mm. bitterness, anger, Mm -hmm. all of that can start to take root Right. because you're nav- if you're navigating in your own strength and in your own in your own definition of justice of what is right, right and wrong in a situation we've all met those people we've interacted with those people even at the grocery store <laughs> like or at work uh-huh. we've met those people that are um angry people absolutely and i believe underneath all that anger yeah. is somebody that has had something devastating yeah you know when you were talking about being given and handed things that we don't want yeah i thought of you know for us and our faith structure jesus is our model and when jesus his ultimate task and his ultimate request of the father of god was to go to the cross and before that happened he asked if you can take this cup from me please take it yeah, I don't want I don't it. Want it. I don't want Jesus, to do it. I mean, we don't know how that worked. We know that he wanted to do it, but he didn't. Right. He didn't want to do right. it either. Right. And right. he asked Father, if he asked God, if if there's another way to do this, let's we, do it that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the choice was to do it the way that was intended in the first place. And so, you know, when we have those moments where we're like, I don't want this, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. You know, it might not change the outcome. That's real. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. That's a really human emotion that even God himself, who became man, felt. And understands. Yeah. And then the other thing that you were talking about, I remember for myself, even sometimes now, I don't literally don't have the words to pray. Literally don't even know what to say. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, you know, some of some of the things we're just referencing, I haven't ever shared right. in a public space now. And I'm not, to be honest, I'm not quite ready to yet. Um, but when my dad passed away, I just remember the only thing I could say out loud was peace. And it was almost like it barely came off of my mouth. Yeah. Like it was just, I couldn't think of anything else. And I remember um, my mom is such a strong person. Mm-hmm. And she really navigated... Um, my dad's death with our family in a really powerful and strong and courageous way. And I remember sitting with her and there were times where all she said was, father, give us peace. We want peace. Mm-hmm. I want peace. And he's giving you that. Absolutely. Actually, your mom lives on serenity. Lane. That's, a, <laughs> that's, tr- true. that's a true story. A I true mean, seriously, story. that's not, and that I do believe mm-hmm. there's a spiritual, I do believe connection there's a, a spiritual connection or yeah. spiritual implication there because um, that was her God prayer. Was, that was our prayer yes. for so long. And I've also gone through seasons of life where I felt I specifically when I feel fearful or I have anxiety and I really don't know what to say, I literally will just say the name Jesus mm-hmm. out loud. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm, I don't know why, especially when I'm in the dark and I feel like I'm alone with my thoughts in the dark, I'm awake and everyone mm-hmm. else is sleeping. Mm-hmm. Literally the only things I can utter are is the name of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And I oh, think we've we've both gone through times where it's like we don't even know what to um, say. Anne Lamont 
Do you know? Do you yeah. know what I'm going to say? Anne Lamont's book. I loved that book. Um, help thinks well. Yes. Those were her three words that she would praise: yes. help thinks and well. And I just think that. Um, I just think God knows. He understands. Absolutely. And I just don't think there's anything that's too angry or ugly or questioning that right. he can't handle or that or scare him. Listen, nothing's going to shock God. No. no. <laughs> well, I looked up a psychologist. Okay. Because um, you like your facts. I do love facts. I love facts and I love strategies. And there are some tips that I think no matter what, you know, we've talked about faith, but there's so many other things we can do. Um, when we feel like our life is maybe out of control or we don't want to walk through something. Um, and you already mentioned the first one, but it's, it's see a clinical counselor. See a clinical counselor that can help you navigate certain things in your life. They'll help you set up boundaries. They'll yes. help you get to your why about why you yes. and, want to do certain and, things and or why you want things. And also the validation. Totally. When you're heartbroken and devastated and a counselor can look at you and say, you know, there's a lot of this story right? that, you know, and they validate, they validate your feelings and, and what you're going through. It really, I, I mean, it sounds extreme to say that counseling saved my life, but it, counseling definitely changed the trajectory of my life. Right. I mean, it, Daryl will always say that it's the best money we've ever Absolutely. spent. Absolutely. I mean, counsel. I can't say it enough that counseling is just a wonderful way to just navigate hard things. Right. Here's another one is practice mindfulness. So we've talked about mm -hmm. prayer, meditation, mm, practice mindfulness, because when you practice mindfulness, it actually changes your body chemistry. You know, I've, I don't know if I've talked about Dr. Caroline leaf on the yeah, podcast uh, yet. I love her. What I love about Dr. Caroline leaf is she takes that, you know, that, that, branch of psychology that's like the power of positive thinking yes. mm -hmm. she kind of debunks that that's woo woo and that there actually is science behind it mm -hmm. because the power of positive thinking the power of meditation the power of meditating on god's word the power of wrapping your head around concepts around a faith structure all of those things they're not just woo woo they actually change the neuro connectors in your brain to regrow and mend mm. parts of your neurotransmitters and the neurons in your brain that have been broken by trauma or hurt or mm. pain. Mm. And it actually affects your physical body as well. It's not just kind of a woo woo like thing. Affirmations, you know, no. like it's not like. And affirmations like, are part of that. Yes, I mean, affirmations, I've, when you say, you know what, this is kind of silly, but that Snoop Dogg, have you heard of that yes, Snoop Dogg thing yes, that people like? Yes. Snoop Dogg has this affirmation song for kids that's like, it's I am brave, yeah, I am bold. Yeah, I love it. And you know what? When you say stuff to yourself, you actually start to believe it. Yeah. Well, you know, the brain hears what you're saying. I mean. Right. I mean, when Absolutely. you say it out loud. That's why, that's why often, and I just messaged this to somebody um, the other day, that that's why often I have to say some of these prayers out loud yeah because 100%. i need to hear myself say them. you believe it when you hear it here's another one is conquer your cr inner critic oh so we all have an yeah. inner critic that says you didn't do good enough right you're not a good enough mom you don't work hard enough you don't do enough for your family you don't do enough for your spouse you know all of those voices conquering your inner critic mm. 
and learning how to challenge that inner voice and identifying where that negativity comes, comes from. from. So maybe it's, it's a message that's passed down to you through a generation. It's maybe it's a message passed down to you through just yourself. And, yeah. you know, I love my Enneagram ones, but they are described as the inner critics, that they're just so hard on themselves. Um, but identifying where that comes from. Mm, it's good. And really shifting the narrative of your inner critic to, to be your inner cheerleader. Yeah. Is a really good, good. is a really good one. Um, I love this one so much is spending time with your family of choice. Mm, yeah. So spending mm. time with your building family and people that may not be your nuclear biological family family. Yeah. And both of us have, have experienced yeah. that. Yeah. Very In much. some regards, that's how we found each other yeah. to be very so honest true. with you. Yeah. Our friendship anniversary is actually mother's, mother's day, day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because you weren't doing anything and my parents lived far away and i didn't i wasn't able to travel to see my mom that day and you're like come over for dinner but i think creating those relationships. family relationships mm -hmm. it's the danielles of the world that mm -hmm. i talked about mm -hmm. before and you know those friends that really feel like family yes um those are so important because they are your family of choice is so important oh. because they become your cheerleading section. Well, they've also become like, um, if, if, if you don't have a counselor and even if you do have a counselor, they become part of your wise counsel. Absolutely. They become part of that. The, the crowd that says, do you think that's a good idea? Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, we have family has a lot of meaning. So family has expectation tied to it. Mm -hmm. Family has a lot of, um, Dysfunction. Dysfunction. Mm -hmm. You know, that family also has a lot of um, how we should act, how we should yes, treat our family, yes, how yeah, it should be, yeah. what a ho what Christmas should look like, right. what Easter should look like. And if you already have, if you've created a family of choice when there are broken relationships, you can set yourself up so that those moments in life where you feel expectation that you're not disappointed. Yeah. Right. And I think we've both experienced that. Oh, um, nice. I'm still getting better at that, but you know, we've spent, I've spent holidays where I feel very lonely and, you know, I have my wife and my kids and my mom um, around, but there are, there are times where it's felt really lonely. And some of my best memories now in this season of life are times where maybe the expectation of family wasn't filled by my biological family, mm -hmm. but those expectations were met by my chosen family. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so I think that's really important to us. I, I remember thinking once to myself about a family member. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to say what family member, right. but it was about a family member. Like set the bar as low mm. as possible. Yeah. And then you're not going to feel disappointed. And I think that, I think that's not great. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. That's not great. So, so how did it, that end up for you? Um, they didn't even meet your lowest expectation, did they? No. Right. And so, but it did help me not to have a higher expectation so right. that I wasn't devastated. Right. You know, a afterwards. Right. But what I will say with that is that, you know, you can still love the people that aren't making that aren't meeting your expectations. You just have to know what place you're going to 
what place and what part you're going to play in that scenario. Absolutely. Because I'm not going to keep putting myself in positions where I have to say, set the bar, set the bar super low. Absolutely. You know, you know because those, that's not life giving. It's not healthy. I'm not going to keep subjecting myself to it. Right. But I, but, but I had to get a professional to help me start seeing that and to navigate that well, because otherwise you can be trying to, you, you just feel like you're stabbing in the dark if you're right. not, if, if you're not qualified and trained. Exactly. So, yeah. Here's the last one from, from the list um, that I made is realize that you have personal power. Mm. There are times we yes. all go through seasons where we feel trapped or we feel stuck. We don't know what to do, but you always have a choice. Always. always. You, oh, and let me just tell you when I was in, some of my most challenging times with my family, I would tell myself, Oh no, no. The counselor would say, well, you need to say this. And I said, Oh no, 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 no. I can't do that. Yeah, you can. Right. The reason you don't want to do it is because you know what's waiting on the other side of it. If you do. And probably one of the, well, the first and most powerful statement that I used from the counselor was you do not have permission to speak to me that way. Right. So, so those are tools that a counselor gives you right? Like, to give you, and it's not like I have the power over myself. It's not right. like that. It's really just taking back, I don't want to use the word, power is a good word, but it's really just taking back your, your, the parts of you that you feel like you don't have control over mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. because someone is manipulating that part of you. Right. It's kind of taking that back and saying, now come on home. Mm. and and let me let me be me right like and let me have the power to do that and it's almost training people how to treat you absolutely i think we we train people how to how to treat us so it's yeah this is this does not fly with me you do not have permission to talk to me that way absolutely Right. So your your power, there are even little choices that we make every day that I feel like we have power over. Oh, it's abs- little things absolutely. because the reality is, is your choice might be standing up to someone who is mistreating you. But truly, your choice could be anything from just saying, I am going to get out of bed tomorrow. Right. I right. haven't I haven't right. I haven't taken a shower because I just feel so in a pit. I'm going to get up and I'm going to take a shower. Right. To, I'm going to go quit my job. Right. You know, not everybody has the power to quit their job right now. That is that is the reality right, of life. Right. And I, I recognize that. If you were in a place where you can walk in to your job and just quit your job, you are in a really great position. Yeah, and privileged. you have a lot of privilege mm-hmm. there. But really anything from, I'm going to get up and take a shower. I'm going to make myself an egg. Mm-hmm. You know, to... Right. To something really drastic and life changing in that way. Anything in between there, that is your personal choice and your the power over your future. Yeah, it's good. That's great. Here we are. Wow. I can I just say this? Yes. I am we've been friends for such a long time and we've walked all of the things that we've referenced. I came in at the tail end of your big, big hurt. You walked with me through a couple big hurts. Um, and I'm just so thankful to have somebody like you in my corner. Mm, And I think sometimes people, it's so funny because even when we were both going through some of those things, I'm like, Hey, you're not going anywhere. (laughs) 
like you're you're my friend for life yeah now. right right because we've been right. through much through right. too much to start <laughs> right. over right. with somebody else there's too much trauma and bonding. so it's funny <laughs> seriously and it's so funny when people new come into our life and they're like who's leanne who's matt what's that story and it's like okay where do we begin <laughs> yeah, you, you don't really want to know it all <laughs> so here's what i want to say to, to you if you're on the other side of this is one find a friend yes. and like leanne said earlier pre- even if you don't subscribe to a specific faith structure, cry out to a generic God. Yeah, just cry out to God because I, we we both believe that God will meet you where you are. Yes, absolutely. So ask for that person to come into your life. And here's the other thing: is I love I'm I'm feel so honored, and I know Leanne does too, when you um, talk to us share. over Instagram yes. and share things. But here's the reality is neither of us are trained clinical counselors. Right. So if you heard some of what we said today and it resonates with you, before you reach out to anyone, I would honestly encourage you to find someone in your area. Mm-hmm. You know what's so great is there's so many virtual options for counseling yes. now too. If you're, you know, I see a clinical counselor and my therapist and I meet on an online platform where we can zoom. It's not zoom, but it's where we can see each other face to face on my computer mm-hmm. on a secure HIPAA compliant website. Find somebody like that because mm-hmm. the reality is, is we can give advice, but really to have someone walking mm-hmm. through with you to say, here's the script mm-hmm. for how you handle this situation. Yes. You do not have permission to speak to me yes. that way. Having that person in your corner gives you so much power. Yes. So, Thank you so much for being here. And I hope that our conversation today maybe encouraged you to make a small or a really big choice. So whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope that you see that these are good days. Mm